Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. What is different about deer hunting in December, and what do you need to do differently to maximize your chances of success? I'm going to cover those things and more on this episode. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel, helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. Today, I want to talk about hunting deer in December. Oh man, this is some people's favorite month of the season to hunt deer. It is actually my least favorite month of of the season to hunt deer. I would rather be hunting pretty much any month except December, and I'm going to tell you why. But that doesn't mean December is not a good month for deer hunting. It's just different months and different phases of the seasons will appeal to different people's preferences more. So this could be your favorite time of the month. Blah, this could be your favorite time of the season to get out into the deer woods. However, that's going to depend on a number of factors. But the bottom line is this. If you're hunting deer in December... You're trying to get a deer. And so we need to know whatever we can learn and whatever tidbits of information there are to glean about how this month is different from other months in order to maximize your chance of being in the woods. If I'm hunting deer in December, there's one of two things going on. I either haven't gotten a deer yet or I'm out trying to help somebody else hunt, probably a newer hunter, and help them have one of their first hunting experiences. So in either event, I need to know what can I do differently or better this time in order to maximize my chances. So what do you do? Now the thing about December is this. There's several factors that are happening in the woods. Things that are changing in terms of habitat, in terms of deer habits, in terms of daylight hours. And then there are the man-made factors. Typically, this is in the middle or at the end of the rifle season, which is when the most human beings are in the woods of any time of the year for any game pursuit. It's just a fact. More people hunt deer than anything else in the United States of America. And that hunting is often the most focused and concentrated around deer rifle season, which is in many states kicking in or ending or overlapping or something right about now. That first two weeks or so of December, 
depends on you know various states and seasons and how they set it in pennsylvania you're off and running maybe the last week of november and the first week of december or the first two weeks of december either way and so there's different things going on i'm going to talk about both so first there's the natural side this is what's going on if there are no humans in the woods this is the changing of the deer seasons so the rut is typically comes to an end maxes out and then pitters away at the end of november so once you hit december the rut is done it's been done for a little while and typically depending on where you are you know the further north you go things shift by a few days the further south you go things shift by a few days the other way but right around this time of the year is when the bucks, they are exhausted. They've been chasing does all through the rut and they are taking time off. They're putting in their vacation days. They're calling in sick and they're just doing little other than bedding down, resting and eating, trying to recover their strength, trying to put on some weight, trying to regain some body mass that they lost in the rut, recovering from injuries that they may have sustained fighting other deer or just tripping over stuff you know deer actually they run into things too they they can hurt themselves in the woods and especially if they're chasing or fighting you know they can make bad decisions but you know that's not the bulk of what's going on here it's mostly just exhaustion and so the bucks for the you know a week to 10 days once the rut pretty much concludes they are in lockdown mode they're just living on the ground only getting up to eat and they're tired now depending on where you live that's going to bleed into december so oftentimes that first week or two of december is in the is in some part of the lockdown phase which pretty much means that there are just very little buck movement at all especially during daylight hours so your chances of taking a buck are pretty much the worst that they can be the first two weeks of December, which ironically is exactly when Pennsylvania puts its deer season. Now, why do they put it then? Is it because they're idiots and they don't know that this is the worst time to hunt bucks of the year? Absolutely not. They put it then for the sole purpose of trying to keep the deer population from being wiped out. That's the number one reason that it was set at exactly this time. It is scientifically calibrated so that this is when the deer have the best chance to survive because the bucks are often bedded down. They're hiding, they're reclusive, regardless of what's going on with hunting season. And they're just trying to get out of the way and whatever they can do to rest. So... You know, if you're going to have millions of people in the woods, this is a great time to lower their chances of success and help those deer survive. Kind of backwards, kind of twisted, but that's just sort of the way it's panned out. That is changing to some degree, though, in modern times as deer populations are rebounding, as hunter populations are down, and various other things are going on. But that's a, that's a, that's a topic for another episode. What you need to know about December hunting is not necessarily it's the hardest month to hunt deer, but what do you do to get the deer? So bucks in particular, they're most likely to move right before dark. 
That last hour or half hour of daylight is when you are most likely to have buck movement. Of course, there's some at first light, um, you know, and, and, and don't get me wrong. Deer can move any time of the day. Even at this, the worst time of the year, they can still move any time of the day. Anything can happen. And not every buck has run itself to the point of exhaustion and physical collapse during the rut. That's just not the way that it goes. Not every buck is, ends up in that kind of condition. Often a lot of your young bucks, your, your one and a half and two and a half year olds, depending on your area, they have not been breeding all rut because the bigger bucks have, have pushed them out. So they've not been breeding. They've, they've not been doing a whole lot of rutting behavior. They've not been fighting. They've not been chasing does. Um, so they're going to be affected to a lesser degree by this time of the year. So you have better chances at smaller bucks than you do bigger bucks because of those factors. But the best time to be in the woods to try to take a buck is going to be the very end of the day. That last half hour to an hour of daylight at this time of the year is your best chance. Second best chance is the first hour of daylight. Now, a lot of people, they like to go out and, and they're going to do an all-day sit. And, uh, yeah, this would not be the time of the year I would do an all-day sit, guys. Because um, your chances in the middle of the day to take a buck are, I mean, just super tiny. Um, the worst time of the whole year. But there are does too. Don't forget about them, right? And a lot of hunters, especially new hunters, but even a lot of veteran hunters, they are out looking for does. So when are does best to be hunted this time of the year? Well, it's, it's the exact same rules for does as it is for bucks, just to a lesser degree. So does are going to move the most end of the day, beginning of the day. But they will move more than bucks. You will have more doe movement than buck movement. So, now I have taken does at the end of the day, in the middle of the day, um, you know, during this time of the year. So they are moving. They are out and about. They are doing stuff. I've seen them move in the morning, in the middle of the day, in the afternoon. But certainly the best time of the day for doe movement too is the end of the day and then the beginning of the day. But again, if you're going to do an all-day sit, your best odds are taking a doe. I would not buck hunt with an all-day sit at this time of the year. I just don't think that's a good use of your time. But if you are looking for does, you know, your chances are reasonably good. Now, what is going on habitat-wise? So... All of the cover is pretty much gone. Everything that's green has is dead, fallen, faded, and gone. Uh, the cover that remains is stuff that's either evergreen, and I don't mean that just in terms of conifers, but you know, just big tangles of thick brush and jaggers and multi-floral rows and. You know, just things that are always provide cover, that's what's going to give you cover at this time of the year. You're, you know, a lot of your other stuff that's grasses and those things, they're gone, they're done. Um, maybe if you've got switchgrass or something else that stays up year-round, 
That'll provide cover. But the habitat landscape has changed dramatically since the early season. And so bucks, any deer actually, where they are shifts to be closer to cover. Now bucks especially, they need cover and they are only going to be found in or near cover within close proximity to cover. The thicker the cover, the better the chances and the more deer are going to be around in those areas. So you want to find cover. If you can find cover, you are likely to find deer. But more important than cover is food. Food is king. If you can find food, you will find deer. Cover is important, but deer will search out food more than anything. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Now, bucks, they're going to have to have cover, right? So if you just have a little food plot surrounded by a, you know, a mile of open ground, they're not going to be there during the daylight. They will come there at night to feed, but during the day, they're going to be close to cover. So deer movement is going to be defined by food and cover. It always is, though. That's no different from any other time of the year, but now food has taken on a priority that is stronger because bucks are tired, they're exhausted, does are trying to pack on calories for the winter, they're trying to get whatever they can get, and food becomes a much bigger deal. However, and something you have to keep in mind, and I, I, if you go back and you listen to How to Hunt Deer in September and October and November, I've been talking about this theme and has it changes as the season goes on, and that is the amount of daylight. Once you hit December, you have the shortest days, all right, of the whole hunting season, especially as you get closer to Christmas, just the days get so short that, um, you know, there's just, there's like seven or eight hours of daylight, depending on where you are, which means, here's what people don't understand, the inverse is true. If there are eight hours of daylight, there are 16 hours of darkness, Whereas in early September, it's more the opposite. It's more like eight hours of darkness and 16 hours of daylight. So when deer have 16 hours of darkness, it's easier to wait out the daylight. All right. It's just easier to wait for the cover of darkness because there's more darkness than daylight. And so 
you can just wait until it's dark. It's not that hard. You can miss a meal or two and wait for darkness to come a lot easier this time of the year. Whereas in September, 16 hours of daylight, you know, if you're going to eat, you're going to have to eat during the daylight. If you're going to move, you only have so many dark hours to do it. So deer are more active during the daylight. They do more, they move more, they travel more, they're seen more during the day because there's just more day and they can't just sit and do nothing for 16 hours and wait for darkness. But this time of the year in December, it's the opposite. So it's a lot easier to be nocturnal. It's a lot easier to do very little during the day. Just maybe get up and munch a little bit and then just wait for darkness. So... What that does is that puts the bigger priority on the fringes, early morning and late afternoon. And that's when you want to be in the woods. That's when your chances are going to be best in order to find deer movement. Because the deer are going to move mostly in the nighttime when it's safest. And because there's less cover in the woods, there's less cover between them and the food then they're going to wait for nighttime to go to those food sources that don't have a lot of cover because there's just a lot of nighttime and they can eat all night long. So you need to think like a deer is going to think. You know, if you can just sit and wait for a couple hours for it to be safe, you're going to do that. But if you have to sit and just wait, you know, for a long, long time, you know, you're more likely to just get up and go look for food and water, whatever you need. So that's why deer are becoming more active on the fringes and less active during the day because they have less cover during the day. The day's shorter, so it's just easier to wait for the fringes and for the nighttime. Now, the number one place to hunt this time of the year is going to be food. It's going to be on the access of food. So wherever deer travel to food, you want to hunt those travel corridors. Now, if you're hunting food from a distance with a rifle out of a ground blind or whatever, that's fine. That'll work. That'll work just fine. I normally try to dissuade people from hunting right on top of the main food sources because you're eventually going to spook and scare deer away. But if you're 200 yards away with a rifle, you're not going to scare them or spook them. They're not going to know you're there if you're hunting smart and you can hunt like that at this time of the year. That works. But you want to hunt food. If you're going to be up in close, you want to hunt the travel corridors to food. If you're going to be hunting for some distance with a rifle, then you can just literally keep an eye on the food itself. So food is going to be where you're going to see deer and the number one time you're going to see those deer on the food is going to be end of the day and then to a lesser degree at the beginning of the day. Now, you may see deer in the middle of the day coming for their snack. If they're bedded down close, deer may get up and, and go and eat a little bit in the middle of the day. Deer feed five times in a 24-hour period and most of that's at night. Then they have their afternoon feeding, which is when they've been sitting all day. They go to get up. And, and they start to graze before they have their core feedings at nighttime. And then they have a middle of the day munch zone. All right, they're, they're, they're munching. They've, they've come in from eating all night. They've bedded down. They've been there for hours. Now they want to get up and they want to browse. And so they're not going to typically move far from their bedding area to browse. But if you can find cover and there's browsable food around, 
that's where you're going to see the most daylight movement. And this is going to be mostly for does. But that's what's going to be happening there. So, you know, there's the basics of it. Hunt the evenings, hunt close to food and close to cover. And that's going to give you your best chances of taking deer. Now, the other side of the equation are the humans. All right. So if it was just a matter of habitat and science and biology and deer, this would be a lot easier. Um, However, (laughs) it's not that way. This is when the humans are in the woods chasing the deer and shooting at the deer. Some of the humans are smart. Some of the humans are not smart. Some of the humans are ridiculous, but they're putting pressure on the deer, hunting pressure, making noise, leaving scent, chasing deer, shooting at deer, driving deer, being seen and heard and smelled by deer. And so the deer become more and more wary and it doesn't take long. Within a couple days of rifle season opening, the deer begin to shrink up and retract. They're, they get become more nocturnal. They get forced into the fringes even more to the point where if there's enough pressure, they just may not even move during the daylight. Big buck may just lay down for eight hours and wait until darkness if that's what's been going on. In fact, sometimes you could even be sneaking around and, and they won't move until you are right on top of them. I mean, almost within bayonet range. And then they'll jump up and, and you won't even know what's going on. And then they're, they're out of there. So hunting pressure really messes this thing up. And so that's why if I'm hunting this time of the year, when do I want to be in the woods? I want to be in the woods on opening day, which is the most dangerous day to be in the woods because you got the most people, people shooting at everything. But if you want to take a deer, that first day or two before the deer becomes super cautious are your best odds. And then, you know, maybe later in the season, towards the the last day or two, once the hunting pressure has waned some, but man, it can be tough. So private land really comes at a premium this time of the year when you've got all these people in the woods. However, it's not all bad. I said it's not all a bad thing what's going on. You can use hunting pressure to your advantage. All right? You got all these hunters in the woods. They're pushing deer. They're moving deer. If you can pattern the hunters and you can figure out where they're going to come from, where they're going to go, you can figure out where they're going to push the deer to. You can use the other hunters in the woods to move deer and funnel deer. And a lot of the times, the reason why people are successful in the rifle season in the middle of the day is because hunters are bumping and pushing and spooking deer, and then they run right in front of another hunter who shoots them. And that hunter says, oh man, you know, 11 o'clock, 11 in the morning during hunting, during rifle season is the best time of the year to be out hunting deer. I always take my deer around 11 o'clock or noon. Well, the truth is, that is the worst time of the year to try to take a deer. Other than when you have hundreds or thousands of hunters to get tired and hungry right around 10 a.m., and then they get up and start walking out of their wood out of the woods to their truck to go get breakfast, or they just start going on walkabouts because they get anxious, 
and then they start bumping and pushing deer that are bedded down and hidden, and then those deer running in front of you. So for you, it may be a great time of the year. A lot of hunters, they, they find their success because other hunters are pushing deer that otherwise would not have moved other than hunters just literally walked on top of them and they sprung up and bolted out of there. So a lot of the deer that are killed this time of the year, especially in the middle of the day, are because other hunters bumped, spooked, pushed, or did something to, to influence their movement and where they're going. So you really, it can be, it, it can be seemingly random at times. I have benefited from that in the past. I, one deer in particular, I can remember, I was sitting in my tree stand and I didn't know this was happening at the time, right? I didn't know this was going on. I found out later, but you know, a quarter mile away, half a mile away, down over the hill, somebody walked out to their truck in the morning, started their truck out and spooked a couple of bucks that were bedded down close by. Those bucks got up, they ran up over the hill went across the flat and then boom, I hear them walking right behind me. They walked right past me and I shot one as it was walking by. I thought, oh wow, it's a great spot. I was right here at the right time, you know, nailed it. Good scouting. I'm a super duper hunter. Well, I found out later it was the guy over the hill bumped these deer who would have never walked up that hill in front of me. Now he wasn't a hunter. He was just going to work. But it, it, it all worked out the same way, and um, that's what put those deer in that spot at that time. So all kind of things can contribute to deer movement. Uh, it's not just all about what happens normally and what deer do, if not acted upon by any external factors, because there are external factors. So you want to just you want to be aware of those, and you want to do what you can do to play to those external factors. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, Shop MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Now, later in December, 
I can tell you what happens in my state. I'm not entirely sure how this happens in states that have very different hunting schedules. So you might have to fill in some of the blanks here. But so what happens here is the rifle season ends and closes, you know, usually second, you know, somewhere around the, the 10th to the 15th of December. Could be a little earlier, depending on when Thanksgiving was, because that's when they time our seasons. But if Thanksgiving's early, you know, maybe it's more around the 7th or the 8th, something like that. And then you have no hunting available in Pennsylvania. You can't hunt deer with anything. Now, maybe there's a couple WMUs where you are able to continue to go out, but most of where I hunt, you've got closed hunting season, and then the week or so of Christmas, archery comes back in and runs for, depending on where you're hunting, you know, three, four, five weeks, something like that. And so what I have found is that once archery season comes back in, um, right at the beginning there, right around the new year, things turn. You know, it, a lot of it's weather dependent, but right around the new year, things turn. And that last couple days of December, those first couple days of January, deer activity, deer movement begins to rebound. All right, it's, it's as if, you know, the deer have gotten over the, the rifle season. They've relaxed some. Now, there are still some other things going on. There's some flintlock season and other things that are happening. But for the most part, the pressure has been reduced drastically. And things begin to change and rebound and deer begin to come back. Daylight movement begins to come back. Deer return to areas that they had left because where they went to, the food sources that they went to are tapped out. They've ate all that food and now they're coming back to wherever there's cover and marginal food. And so the, the, the situation in the landscape changes. Of course, I've done how to hunt deer in September, October, November. This is December. I'm going to do a January one too. I'll talk more about some of these specific factors. But right as December sort of comes to an end, the deer hunting improves again. And so what I've found to be the best days to hunt deer in December is uh, the first couple days of December and the last couple days of December. Everything in the middle, just not when I want to be in the woods, if I can help it. Of course, if you've listened to the podcast for long, you know I would much rather shoot my deer in September or October and be duck hunting in December or pheasant hunting than out deer hunting because of these reasons. Deer hunting is a lot harder in the middle of December. It's the best early and late, but it's a lot harder in the middle of December. And what I, and it's also cold, right? I mean, I have, and this is a whole nother episode for another day. In fact, I've already done a couple of episodes on this, but the gear that you need to be out there in really cold days starts to become expensive and starts to soak up a lot of resources. And, you know, your health is then becomes another factor. You don't want to get too cold. You don't want to be out too much. You don't want to get sick. You need to be careful about all these kinds of things uh, because hunting in December is chilly. Especially, you know, certain, certain years are just different though. You know, you could have in Pennsylvania, you could have days that it's 10 to 20 degrees on the super cold side. 
you could have days when it's 50 to 60 degrees on the super warm side. Um, your average though is going to be more in like the 40 degree zone. But you can have some really cold days. You can have some warmer days. But man, when you get those really cold days and it's windy and it often is, oh brother, it can get really cold. Now, January, of course, that's that's worse. I'll talk about that when we get to that episode. But in order to survive the December hunting season, now thankfully you got shorter days, right? You only you got less daylight, but in order to survive those days, you need to wear more gear. And that affects the way you can hunt. All right, if you're walking and hunting, if you're still hunting, you know, you're it's harder to be quiet when you're wearing a lot of gear. Now, of course, you don't need as much gear if you're walking the whole time because walking helps keep you warm. But that extra gear definitely becomes a factor. The heavier boots become a factor. All of those things sort of play into it. So trying to slip into the woods, find a tree stand or a blind or somewhere that you can hide um, and then have it not go too far, don't work up a sweat, and then wear all your heavy gear and try to stay warm, that becomes part of the strategy for December hunting. You got to think about that more now. And of course, what are the best days to hunt deer in December? The coldest days. Those are the best days. The coldest mornings are the best mornings. Now, that changes when you get to January. All right? Again, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself for a future episode. But even the end of December, that begins to change. All right? If your average has been 30 degrees every day, and now you get a, a morning where it's going to be 20, I don't know that that temperature drop continues to keep helping you. Okay, if it's been 50 for a while and it drops down to 35, that's the best morning to go hunting right there. But if it's been 20 and it drops down to 5, I, I don't think that makes it better. I, I don't think that, that there's... You reach a point where it gets so cold, the deer are no longer... They're, they're no longer encouraged by the cold. They're no longer refreshed by those cold mornings. They're no longer feel that, you know, like, okay, wow, it's, it's cold. I can get up and move. My winter coat is not going to make me too hot. No, you get past that. And they go from, wow, it's cold to, oh, wow, I have to survive. And then they start to change where they are and where they go to get out of the wind, to, to get out of weather. They begin to go into cold weather survival mode on those kind of days. And that can happen towards the end of December. You start getting into really cold days and the cold goes from refreshing to survival mode and then all bets are off. You're better off hunting coming storms or after storms have passed than you are just temperature change alone. So you need to be aware of that and your gear. And like there have been a lot of times, guys, late December... Oh man, it's windy. It's cold. It's 20 degrees. There's snow blowing, blistering um, through the air. And it's just miserable day to be outside. But you're hunting because it's hunting season. And so if you're going to do that, you got to have a couple things you're keeping in mind. One, you need to have the right gear to keep the wind off of you. You got to have barriers. But two... You know, there's a point where being hardcore has diminishing returns. 
because deer don't want to move when it's blistering winds and 20 degrees and 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 snowy deer are going to tend to bed down because they can hunker down in some cover around some pine trees and in the middle of some fallen trees and they can stay warmer and safer bedded down there than they can up and moving you think well the deer need to move to stay warm that's true to a point and then the deer need to find cover to stay warm because moving through that kind of weather conditions is not good so when you have that kind of weather you need to wait it out you need to hunt before it comes or after it comes now sometimes that means trudging out to your stand in the middle of a blizzard because you know in two hours that blizzard's going to stop and it's going to be passed you know in two hours that windstorm is going to be over and then the deer are going to move and you need to be in position before they get up and move that's a real strategy but in terms of hunting in the middle that terrible thick nasty stuff we're not this is not duck hunting all right we're not hunting geese here talking about deer and the deer aren't going to move they're just going to wait that out for the most part so you know a lot happens in december the beginning middle and end the weather can can go from you know chilly to bitter and all these things sort of kind of factor in to your strategy sort of factor into deer movement factor into the way you're going to hunt it but number one stay safe stay warm hunt smart remember what makes deer move food makes them move temperature drop makes them move until a point and then it gets too cold and it makes them move for different reasons and they go to hide same thing with heavy wind heavy storms heavy anything you know a lot of people feel like well it's rifle season i need to be out in the woods because it's rifle season i've only got two weeks which is why i took up archery because i can hunt for four months as opposed to two weeks kind of feels like cheating but um you know that that two weeks is not always a great time to be out in the woods it's not always good weather you know maybe you know maybe a handful of those days are actually good hunting days and depending on what kind of bad weather rolls in that could kill a lot of your time however you gotta hunt smart right if you have limited time you're better off using that time towards the best hunting days the best conditions don't wear yourself out don't burn up your time hunting bad weather and terrible weather days and and you know if you're gonna do all day hunts you need to hunt somewhere that where deer are likely to move all day and that's going to be close to cover and close to food you got to have thick cover and you got to have good food and if you're hunting all day in one of those areas then you might have some chance but just to go out in the middle of the woods on you know set up in some hardwoods and just sit there all day not not going to be real effective for you so i could keep going but we've done other episodes on these topics so i really appreciate you guys make sure you head to the website newhuntersguide.com check out the show notes for this episode and dozens and scores of other episodes on deer hunting we got to be close to 100 at this point and head to itunes make sure you leave a five-star review with a comment because it's the number one way to help the show reach more people and check out the youtube channel as well till next time guys god bless you and go get them in the woods
Mondays. Head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at that Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.